Welcome to the Advancing Your Career in Academia podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Loren M. Hill, a coach and a licensed clinical psychologist in Los Angeles, California. I'll be sharing over 25 years of tips, tools, and advice on advancing your career in academia. For more information, visit our website at theacclivity.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Loren M. Hill, your academic career coach. And we're kind of at that end of the year, beginning of the year season where people are trying to figure out, you know, what do I reflect on and, you know, how do I move forward in the new year? And as I was thinking about that myself and even with some of the folks that I'm working with, I thought this would be a great time to talk about assessments. So, should you um, be doing assessments? What are assessments in terms of the academy? Um, a lot of us have some ideas about it and some of us even do it. So I thought, you know, why not just do sort of an assessment 101 and have a conversation about that? So one of the things that I'd like to start off saying is that I've spent quite a few years um, explaining what assessments are. And that started early on when I was working with nonprofits. And I found that some of their administrators and even some of their staffs would be talking about, you know, Dr. Hill, we need to do an assessment, or can you help us with an assessment? Or, you know, what do we do to uh, measure what we're doing for these particular grants, or they're calling for an assessor, so on and so forth. So there was a lot of language around assessment and assessors, and I found that people had some different ideas about what um, those processes entailed. So I started doing some really basic training about assessment. And I started by um, really just explaining what assessment is. And that is for those of us who may be more familiar with it. It really has to do with how to determine the value, the significant or the extent or to appraise efforts, right? So that could be individual or it could be group or it could be a program. And assessment also leads into really just evaluation, right? So we are evaluating what is going on. And I really like what um, Malcolm Gladwell said in one of his earlier books. And um, that was, as I recall, we're all assessing. Um, and a I'm pretty sure this was from his book, Blink, but I've read so many of them now, just can't remember, so forgive me. But it really has to do with taking in information so that we can make quick decisions. And there's a lot of research and data behind that. Some of it really has to do with survival, like, you know, oh, I'm scanning the environment. Is there some type of predator that I need to get away from quickly? Um, is this friend or foe? And those sorts of things. But we're always taking in information from the environment and 
evaluating and assessing what's going on, right? So real simple, like today in LA, it, it is raining very hard. And so based on the weather, I assessed what I needed to wear, um, if I needed to take a umbrella or a raincoat, or even what kind of shoes I needed to wear just so I could stay dry and be comfortable in um, this wet weather. So Assessing is as simple as understanding what is going on in the current environment and how you can um, move through that environment in a way that um, sort of protects you or keeps you safe or gives you information about how you need to make your next move. So as I uh, spoke with these individuals at the nonprofit, they came to really understand at um, a very basic level what assessment was about. And of course, I expanded on it, but I talked about it in terms of like, you know, an individual, like I said, with the weather. Um, you could take that on to relationships or you could take that on to however you're making a decision, right? All of this information that you're collecting is to assess and evaluate so that you can make informed decisions. So whether you're doing that at an individual level or at the group level, it's important to kind of keep that in mind, that we just do it naturally, right? So once you understand that, um, I think it makes it maybe a little easier. And so I ended up using this same type of training with my graduate students um, when working with them on test and measures and when they were working on um, you know, doing their research for their dissertations, et cetera. So I started very basically because sometimes people can be a bit intimidated when you're talking to them about, okay, now we need to pull all this together so you can do a research study. So that was then, and this is now. So as we have had that little tutorial reminder about assessing I really would like for you all to um, partner with me and think about your current situation and how you want to evaluate this past year um, and what you want to think about going into the next year or the next season, right? I think that Again, we're going into the new year, we're ending an old year, so people will really kind of go towards, oh, I'm going to make some New Year's resolutions and that sort of thing. But I think that we can evaluate every day, right? And while you don't have to sit down at the end of the day and take all these, you know, all this data and collect it and put it together, know that that's kind of happening anyway. So whether you want to start a new day or end a new day, new year, new quarter, new term, et cetera, I'd really like for you all to be thinking about what is your situation? Are you happy with it? Are you satisfied with it? Um, it, is there something that you'd really like to do that you haven't been able to do? And if so, let's kind of assess why that is. 
Uh, is your teaching load way too high? Um, is there some way that you can adjust your commitments to the committees that you're serving on? Um, what does that look like? And the best way I think to do that is really to just sit down and look over what your actual commitments are by writing them down, right? Because we keep a lot of information in our heads, but when you look at it on paper or on a Word doc or whatever, and start to put times to that, you can get a good sense of what's going on, what's working for you, what's not working for you, and how you might need to rebalance or reallocate some of your time and your commitments. So that's what I would say on that level. Then in terms of, um, you know, that I think that would be very much considered a self-assessment, right? An informal one. But how about, you know, if you want to do something a bit more formal. So there's a number of um, programs out there, or even if you're working with a coach or you would like to, where they can administer an assessment to you. And maybe that would help. There's some out there for emotional IQ. There are some for, um, you know, if you are an administrator, you may have heard of like a 360 where you're getting input from your um, bosses, your peers and your subordinates or your, you know, whatever you might call them. And in some cases, you can get feedback from your students. So then this is giving you sort of an external holistic 360 feedback on um, how people feel about your work and how you're engaging with them. And there's some really good comprehensive ones out there. Um, there's also, you know, some that might um, make you feel a little bad about yourself. <laughs> so I would just caution you to think about why you want a formal assessment, what it would be used for, who's going to be participating in them. Um, because if they're not administered um, correctly, I would say with someone who is skilled at providing feedback, you, you might feel a bit sort of beat up by it. So just be mindful about that. Um, I definitely think assessments have their place. Those of you um, who know me and are getting to know me know that in my clinical private practice, I specialize in testing assessment for neurodevelopmental uh, diagnoses. So I know a lot about assessments, formal assessments and informal. And I think there's a place for them as well. Now, be aware that um, there's no one size fits all when it comes to formal or informal assessments, whether you are thinking about your own um, life and what works for you, you really are the one who would know best, right? So uh, as you're working with someone or thinking about selecting someone, kind of get a sense of what they can offer um, and what you really want to get out of it, right? In fact, I was working with someone recently and they approached me with, well, you know, I need to take some assessments because 
my um, my supervisor said that you know I'm not ready for this particular job, and I said, well, okay, maybe you are, maybe you aren't, but what what do they mean by that? And sure, we can do some 360s, we can do some, um, you know, reflection, but I just want to make sure that if you move forward with something like that, that you are very clear about why you need it um, and if it is actually appropriate, right? So I think some of them are fun and interesting. I mean, I've, you know, taken a number of assessments over my career, you know, 360s and even some individual ones, just self-assessment. And I think the benefit of assessment is that it can really help you get a sense of like, where do I have some strengths and where are some places that maybe I have some blind spots about. Um, and it could be very much situational, right? So if you're working with a, at a particular institution with a particular team or group of people, your um, interactions with them around these particular tasks could bring out some areas that you just shine in. But given those same areas that you shine in in another institution with another task or group of people, it may not, you know, come out that way. So, okay, great. So you're like, all right, Loren, terrific. I'm all in for the assessments. <laughs> it, it, yes, I see the value. Um, and then the next step is like feedback, right? Who's there to give you the feedback and put a plan together to help you sort of either pivot, adjust, um, stay the same? I don't know. It all depends, right? So I think it's good to have someone to partner with to review your assessments, right? Um, and if this is even where you want to be in terms of your career overall, right? What's the long-term plan and what's the long-term strategy and how can you use these strengths or these areas that, you know, maybe you need support in, how can you work with others so that it really helps you excel in your career and helps you to um, meet and exceed where you ultimately want to be. So I think assessments are a tool, right? There's no like, oh, I'm going to take this one um, and be done, or this one 360 is going to give me all the information I need to have about everything for the rest of my career. No, doesn't quite work that way because things change. Now, mindful, you know, maybe you're taking a Myers-Briggs, and, and I just throw that out there. I initially wasn't going to name anyone, but People are very familiar with that. But so you might say, well, you know, I'm a this or I'm a that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that may be true. But there are times where, you know, even if you have a core of this, that may 
or may not work so well when you're at this institution or even with this particular team or on that project, right? So there's, you know, nothing wrong with being a this or a that or a combination of this. The really thing to be mindful of is how you are able to work with others around those sort of cores or constellations. And sometimes it's not easy, <laughs> right? Sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. But my goal for you all is to, as you know, support you and help you with your success um, in this area of your career and help you remain sort of whole and intact. And as I think about assessing, you know, my next steps and next year and, you know, the assessments that I've taken recently, I thought, you know what, this is a great time to just have a few moments to talk to you all about what that process is like and why I'm such a fan of them, but a fan of assessments when used appropriately, right? Now, the other asterisk here is when I can't have a conversation about assessments and tested measures without acknowledging that uh, more than a few of them have not been normed on um, populations that maybe look like me or you or whatever, right? So just know that when you are taking these assessments, you might want to consider like what what group was this normed on and have there been any adjustments, right? I was really pleased about a training that I took recently um, to become certified on a particular um, assessment. And they update their data pretty regularly and they use international populations. And um, at once you uh, are certified, you can even access data drilled down geographically, um, regionally by gender, ethnicity, race, et cetera. And so as they are having people participate in these assessments, they're asking these demographics uh, so that they can capture data around it so that as they, as you take it, you are being compared to your same group, um, whether that's the, in the profession and then even drilling down further in some of these other demographics. So uh, th I think that that is happening more. But remember that some of these are, are tried and true and they've been around for a long time. And so getting uh, new data can be a little slow at times, but be mindful of that. So if you are interested in doing some additional work around assessing your situation um, and uh, need some support, please know that I and others are here for you. And I think that um, it would probably serve you well to maybe take at least one or two, but remember that that is not 
the whole picture of who you are, right? So if you do take a, you know, participate in a 360 uh, because you're thinking about a uh, some type of leadership position or even your current position is asking the leaders to do it, um, just think about, you know, remember, this is just a piece of who I am, right? So let's not put everything on this 360 or these other assessments. We need to be thinking um, in more of a holistic way about, you know, what does my work product look like? And how does that line up against sort of the institutional goals and strat? And do I fit in here, um, and do I really need to be thinking about going somewhere else, right? And these are all just broad questions that I think we should all be asking ourselves um, as we consider our careers, our lifestyles, and what is really goodness of fit, right? You all have heard me talk about that in the past. And I think as we are assessing the environment, assessing ourselves, we should ultimately be thinking about goodness of fit. Is this right for me right now, right? And that's work, relationship, all of that stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I am so happy to uh, have had a conversation with you all today about assessment. And I hope that whenever you're listening to this, if you're listening to it at the end of the year, the beginning of the year, mid-year, whenever, the beginning of the day, end of the day, remember, we are constantly assessing our situation um, to make sure that we are okay. We're pulling in data. And for those of us who are researchers or, you know, I keep hearing the word like data wonk or data nerds, like we, we eat this stuff up, right? So think about the data that you're collecting, the assessment that you're doing, and what's the outcome right? What is the ultimate outcome? And I hope that this was kind of a lighthearted conversation to have with you today. I know some of the topics have been a little deep, so I thought let's just have a little fun today. And I wish you the best and hope that you have continued success know that I am here cheering you on and applauding you. And here's to your continued success. I am Dr. Loren M. Hill, your academic career coach. I hope you enjoyed today's session. Thank you for listening. And if you're looking to advance your career in academia and you'd like to talk, please schedule a call on my calendar. It's a no obligation call and we'll have a quick chat and I'll see if I can help you out and answer any questions you might have. Continue to connect with me by going to theacclivity.com and on Facebook and LinkedIn. Be sure to subscribe to the Advancing Your Career in Academia podcast and you'll be instantly notified when the new podcasts are available. Don't forget to like us.